Look, we have a lot of fun here at Remember the Game Industries. You've all heard my obnoxious, high-pitched laugh on the show. I love it. Video games are fun. The Simpsons are funny. It's good times. You know what isn't fun? Shopping for razors. And I don't mean that to sound sarcastic. It genuinely sucks. That's why you shouldn't shop for razors. You should just get them delivered by Harry's. Pick up a $3 trial set at harrys.com RTG and see what I'm talking about. I'm not going to stop beating the Harry's drum because it's a drum worth beating. The best razors on the market at better prices than the crap at the store and they're delivered to you. It's like a shaving cheat code. You've heard me say it. I have been a Harry's customer since I was driving a forklift at a company I'm not allowed to name but you all know who it is and sure my beard gets some praise now but i was a stubble guy for a long time and i still use harry's blades to keep the edges of my beard crisp so it looks like i have a jawline and if you've ever tried to shave along the edges of a beard you know that you can go through blades fast because there's a lot of weeds to whack in there but harry's blades just keep coming back for more i'm not just saying it there's so much better than the junky stuff you get at the store that means a faster cleaner shaving and two you buy less blades because they last longer the best razors for less money brought right to your door i don't know how else to say this harry's is on top for a reason the best reviews in the business customizable delivery schedules so you get them when you need them i can't see a reason not to use Harry's. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and we geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for listening to the show. And this week it is episode 154 and we're talking a bona fide classic or is it a badified classic? If this is your first ever episode of Remember the Game, they're not always that shitty in the first 30 seconds that was pretty bad please don't leave uh we're talking batman for the nes batman is it the best nes game based on like a popular franchise movie ip ever i think that's debatable there's a, certainly an argument for chippendale and ducktales and stuff like that but I, I think batman would have something to say about it it's certainly very very good it's a contender for that title at least especially when you remember that it's coming from an era where there was just so many licensed games that were just horrible ass just oh looking at you ghostbusters motherfuckers so anyway my guest this week returning to the Remember the Game Arena is the Robin to my Batman, my good friend, Mr. Brad Warren. Uh, and this is going to be a good one because in the past, Brad's appeared on the podcast to talk about uh, games such as Shaq Fu, the infamous Shaq Fu episode. Uh, but he gets a good game this week because once in a while, Brad gets something that doesn't suck. And we're going to get to that in just a minute because speaking of stuff that doesn't suck every once in a while, it's time for yet another edition of the Remember the Game infamous intro. Dun, 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 dun. 
And if you're new to the podcast, welcome aboard. Thank you very much for listening and consider this your warning. Our intros are pretty long, but they're fun. There's lots of video game talk and stuff like that. This is, it, I, I think our intro is like the first 30 minutes of a superhero movie where you have to watch the villain's origin story. And it's, it's you know, this is the podcast's origin story every week. So this is how I became a villain. All right. Uh, we have merch, we have hoodies, we have t-shirts, coffee mugs, tank tops, all rocking sweet new Remember the Game art drawn by my friend Joe over at 4545creative.com so you can find all of our merchandise at rememberthegamepodcast.com. If you're interested, it's a great way to support the show and this stuff really, like we've gotten nothing but good reviews. It's not horrible quality shit. I, I, I ate a little bit of margin to get stuff that sucks a little bit less. So rememberthegamepodcast.com if you're interested in some merchandise and of course... You can always support us on Patreon. We are moving hot and heavy toward 350 Patreons, which is 350 Patreons is 400 more than I thought we would ever get. I figured that by this time in the podcast lifespan, I'd be paying people two bucks a month just to listen to the show. So I really, really appreciate it. And I'm going to tell you, and I'm I'm being honest here, this our Patreon is ugh, quite possibly the greatest deal in the history of humanity. Quite maybe. I, I don't, I mean... Two slap chops for the price of one is pretty good. But remember the game's Patreon is right there because it's only two bucks US per month and you get a ton of stuff. And then in addition to all that, you get two extra podcasts every week. You get exclusive access to both my gaming news podcast, Game Patch, and my gaming discussion show, Expansion Pass, each and every Friday and Sunday respectively, along with instant access to dozens and I mean, like, there's almost a hundred bonus podcasts sitting on there waiting for you already, like previous episodes. Um, this past week, we actually reviewed E3 on a two and a half hour marathon episode of Game Patch, which many of you have said you didn't hate. So thank you very much for listening to that. Uh, and then on Sunday last week, I counted down my top 10 favorite non Nintendo franchises and ranking episodes are always amongst our most popular episodes here on the show and that one was really fun and way harder than I expected it to be so uh, as is becoming tradition I'm going to give you a quick sneak peek at last Sunday's episode of Expansion Pass my top 10 non-Nintendo series of all time and we'll get her going with my number 10 and I frankly think that this game is good. This franchise is going to surprise a couple of people to be this high up on my list. But my 10th favorite non Nintendo franchise of all time. Yeah, it's uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. It's, I, yeah, it kind of surprised me too. When I was working through my list, I just. Um, what you, what I do is I, I just open an Excel sheet and I have all the franchises I want to list. And then I just start with whatever one was at the top and that automatically goes to number one. Then I go to the second list and then I slotted it either above or below that one. And then the third one slots wherever fourth one slots wherever that's how I do it. And, uh, I was shocked that when I was finished, Sonic snuck into the top 10. And here's the thing is I've talked about this a hundred times. I don't think his games are, are super great and super polished platformers. We've argued this a hundred times. They are not as polished as a Mario game. They just aren't. I don't care what you say, but I've also always said how much I like the Sonic character. And the thing is, every time I play one of his games, I have fun. So that was last Sunday's episode. And now for this Sunday's episode at number 65 
Uh, our topic is in the hands of our audience. Uh, the final episode of Expansion Pass every month. Our supporters at our $5 level and above on Patreon get to submit topics for a poll, then vote in the poll to decide what the topic's going to be for the final Expansion Pass uh, each month. Uh, and it's very close right now. The poll is running until, I believe, Thursday morning. Um, biggest gaming disappointments. My game of the year every year from 1985 to 2021. And top 10 villains are all kind of in a three-way, three-horse race to see which uh, which is going to be the topic for expansion pass this week so that runs until thursday chances are one of those is going to win uh but again two bucks a month five bucks plus gets you to vote in that stuff and some other perks but two dollars a month is going to get you all those podcasts plus access to our discord the chance to vote in our patreon poll every month the ability to submit comments on all of our podcasts you can dm with me and you get a shout out here on the show and get to hear me mispronounce your name like i'm about to do to most of these people so a huge thank you to all of our newest patrons neo nevis andy spilling brian spritzer michael clark inhuman sumo chalupa cabra got it thomas simmons sean byron rocker dude and saskatchewan river pirate thank you all so so much and welcome to remember the game industries patreon.com slash remember the game the show could not happen without all of you so thank you uh, i have a p.o box you can find the full address over at remember the game podcast.com but if you just shoot me a letter or postcard something little let me know where you're listening and i'll uh, i'll shoot you a postcard back and we'll be pen pals like i'm in prison kind of um i actually got a really cool gift to the the p.o box this week from uh, brandon hine I hope I said your name right, Brendan. Uh, it's a, a full in-case with instruction manual and everything copy of Streets of Rage 2 for the Genesis. And it was actually Brendan's growing up. And he was like, I don't know my Genesis anymore. I know how much you've discovered and loved this game. I thought I'd really appreciate it. And I do really appreciate it. I think it's awesome because I think it's probably my favorite Genesis game. So if you've ever tuned into one of my Twitch streams or anything, I have a little shelf behind me that I am starting to fill with stuff from, from all of you, which is too much, but thank you. And uh, it's now displayed proudly there beside my Bowser plushie because, yeah, Streets of Rage 2 fucking kicks ass. So thank you, Brendan. Um, and speaking of my Twitch streams, um, you can find me on Twitch at Member the Game, not Remember the Game. It's completely free to follow me, and then it'll tell you whenever I log in online, and then you can just come hang out and, and break my balls. Now, in the past, we've had a schedule of Tuesday, Wednesday, and Saturday. Um, I, I, frankly, I'm just being, I'm finding it too difficult to keep up with now that comedy is getting back and and uh all the podcasts and and some other stuff i have going on i just so the um twitch is just twitch is gonna kind of become a uh hobby it's it's there's not gonna be a uh locked in schedule necessarily for it i'm not looking to grow it i'm not looking to become the biggest twitch streamer in the world or anything like that i really do enjoy it um i have a lot of issues with fucking tech because i suck at this stuff but it's a lot of fun to just get to hang out with the community and play video games and, and chat so um i'm gonna keep streaming i just don't i don't think i'm gonna have a locked in schedule it's gonna be when i have time and when i'm feeling it and when i can get the fucking technology to work uh so your best bet again is completely free twitch.tv look for member the game just hit me with a follow and then anytime i log on it'll tell you and then if you want to come by and look at my stupid face while i play video games you are invited to do that all right there we go that's enough blowing myself let's let's blow some of you with blowing in the cartridges our opening segment here on the show every week i read a few comments and questions from our patrons usually gaming related but not always and we call this segment blowing in the cartridge he blows all right he blows big time that's it honey get into the spirit
Let's blow. And uh, before I get into reading the comments and everything, a couple of you messaged me about Dragon Ball Z because on one of the shows this week, I think Game Patch, there's four a week now. I can't keep track of all of them. But on one of the podcasts this week, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot came up and I and I asked, is Dragon Ball Z like the main guy, that little guy in orange with the blue hair? Because I don't know anything about Dragon Ball Z and a few of you broke my balls about it pretty hard and Stupid Monkey made me chuckle. He sent me a message and said, no one owns their ignorance, uh, no one owns their ignorance, their own ignorance. Ooh. No one owns their own ignorance. Say that 10 times fast. No one owns their own ignorance like you. And that made me feel very nice. Thank you. I do own my own ignorance very, very, very hard. So thanks, Stupid Monkey. I appreciate that. I'm in a good mood. I feel like fucking around a little bit here. Let's get through as many of these as we can. Andy Hudson wrote in and said, I know that you're a Tetris 99 fan. Well, a Tetris fan in general. So I just thought I'd ask, what's your biggest frustration with Tetris 99? What brings out Angry Adam more than anything? For me, it's pressing the wrong rotate button. I'll hit that rotate automatically, instinctively, but if you press the wrong one, it goes the wrong way and can destroy a game very quick. Uh, Yeah, I do. I I play a lot of Tetris 99. We play it on stream most Tuesdays. Um, Like, I've got fucking 200-some hours into it. And uh, I actually only use one rotate button at all times always i just it's just for that very reason so i stick to one my biggest if anyone's come by my twitch streams you're gonna know exactly what i'm fucking about to say i make a lot of stupid mistakes because i play really fast like and i think i make less mistakes when i'm not on twitch i think when i'm on twitch there's a small part of me that wants to show off and go as fast as i can but i'll just make stupid fucking mistakes where i drop a piece one um like grid space to the left or right of where I wanted it and just fuck everything up. And I do that all the time. I bet you I'd have another two dozen wins on Tetris 99 if it wasn't for the amount of times I've beat myself with a fucking stupid mistake. So that is my biggest, oh, by a mile, that's my biggest problem. And it has nothing to do with, I think Tetris 99 is practically flawless. It is all on me. I'm the one making the fucking stupid mistakes. But I love Tetris 99. Uh, Rogue Agent. Wrote in and said, Mr. Blank, following listening to your mammoth of a podcast of a recap on E3, it finally clicked to me the other day why I pay my hard-earned money of two English pounds a month for this show. Unlike most podcasters out there, you speak from the heart and and you're not out here just sucking everyone else's slong. Uh, (laughs) Honest and straight talking, it feels like most podcasters say buzzwords to try to get free promos from publishers. But you call the shenanigans on the hype trains others try to build up. For example, I see some people justifying Final Fantasy on mobile, which we all know is a corporate dick move. P.S. When will my lanyard reach the UK? I'm still waiting patiently. Um, Thanks, Rogue Agent. I just, okay, so to address your lanyard, most people have received theirs now. If you, and for those of you that don't even know what the fuck we're talking about, I ran a promo uh almost half a year ago now uh saying if you signed up for the patreon between a certain time and a certain time you would get a lanyard i do still have more lanyards here i'm gonna be actually putting them up for sale pretty soon if you're interested in one but i'll I'll deal with that later uh rogue agent i do know i actually just got a message the other day from someone in australia that just got their lanyard so if you live outside of north america um i think all the all of them have been delivered here in north america now but I know that some of them go into like the city of Great Britain and uh, the metropolis of Australia. Uh, have, have just they just take a long time to get through customs. So uh, keep your eyes out; they should still be showing up. I do have 
um, a shipping slip for every single one, but I don't think it came with tracking numbers for all of them. That'd be a bitch to go through. But anyway, they're on the way. I'm telling you, they're coming. And uh, quickly, as far as your comment on, e- on my E3 podcast, thank you. I didn't want to read all the compliments I got here on the show because I didn't want the segment to become Adam Blows himself. But uh, I really do just want to say, like, I read all of them personally. I want you to know I'm not ignoring any of you. Um, I personally read every comment you guys leave in every segment for the show on Patreon. But uh, I did see all of the kind words about the E3 episode. And, uh, yeah, I, I, were, I thank you. That was a big undertaking. And I'm, and I'm glad so many of you appreciated it. So thank you very much. Um, yeah, I just, I just wanted to say that. I saw the comments. You guys know how to make a girl feel pretty. Thank you. Uh, Wolfgang Darren wrote in and just said, go Habs. You're fucking right. Go Habs. I'm not going to derail the show, but talking about sports, but I'm a Montreal Canadiens fan. And as I record this it is Tuesday morning, they play game five tonight and they're in the semifinals. So it's them in Vegas, best of seven. They're tied at two winners going to the Stanley cup final. And the Montreal Canadiens have not been to the Stanley cup final since 1993 when they won it. So holy fuck, I'm in a good mood. Oh, I'm fucking excited. Uh, and Josh Valent- Valent- Valentini, uh, Josh, because I'm just, I'm sure I just butchered your last name. Josh wrote in and said, not a gaming question, but are you watching the Euro? And if so, who are you cheering for? Just curious. Keep up the great work, man. Thanks, Josh. Uh, I'm not watching the Euro. I'm just not a, uh, a football guy, as I know you chaps like to refer to the great sport of soccer over there. Uh, so I would say I'm cheering for Canada. I don't know if they're in. <laughs> if they're not in, then I'm cheering for Finland. Because I, I, Finland's the, the country I always cheer for the most outside of Canada in like hockey tournaments and stuff. And if Finland's out too, then I'm cheering for the city of Great Britain. So that's my picks for the Euro. Uh, Troy wrote in and said, Hey Adam, I heard your comment on putting peanut butter on hamburgers. And I also do that. It just works so damn well on everything from sweet to savory. It's a universal food and it's the Mario, Super Mario world of condiments. This is more of a blowing peanut butter comment, but it's well-deserved. Good job, peanut butter. Keep up the good work. Goddamn right. See, we're paying respect to people and teams and fucking food products that deserve respect. Peanut butter on hamburgers. So many people have yelled at me for this. It's not. I don't put it on every hamburger I have, but it's really good on hamburgers. Fucking try it. It's probably my favorite food, peanut butter. Like, I'll put it on almost anything. Uh, but it's really good on hamburgers. So just, if you're going to come in here and shit on me for putting peanut butter on my hamburger, you better fucking try it first. Because Troy knows what's up. So do I. It's fucking delicious. Okay, now we'll talk a little bit of video games before we move on. Emily Luna wrote in and said, Hey, Adam, so now that E3 is over, we've seen two basic approaches to presentations. Most had a more long-term approach, showing games coming in the next year or two, and the other, like Nintendo, showing a short-term approach of games coming in the next few months. Which approach do you feel makes more sense for E3? A long-term approach showing what's coming over the next couple of years, or a short-term approach hyping up your next few months of releases? You know what? That's a really good fucking question, Emily, because... I mean, I think, I think by and large, I can speak for most of us when I say that like the short term presentation is obviously more satisfactory because there's nothing worse than seeing four or five games that you're fucking hyped to shit about and then finding out you're not going to be playing them for another year and a half, at least like that, that, so like the Metro, to me, the Metroid Dread announcement, part of the reason that thing just fucking hit so hard with everybody was because they're like, oh yeah. By the way, it's coming out in October. Because I was expecting a 2022 date on that. And they were like, no, no, you'll be playing it in three months or four months. Or July, August, September. Four months. And they were like, yeah, you'll be playing. I use my fingers for that too. But they're like, you'll be playing that in just a few months. And I was like, holy shit. So I think short term is obviously the ideal scenario. But I also think 
Like, was there a company at that showcase or part of me at E3 this year that could have done a short term presentation outside of Nintendo? Like may, maybe Ubisoft, Ubisoft had quite a few, um, but that might've been it. So, I mean, I guess I'll take a long-term presentation over nothing. Um, I prefer a short-term presentation over a long-term presentation. The problem I have isn't so much, I'm not like, I don't have a problem with presentations showing us games that are coming in the next year or two as long as you actually show us games, you know what I mean? Like, I hate when it's a presentation where they're like, here comes your next big announcement. And it's like, oh yeah, at some point, fucking, uh, I don't know, fucking Cole from Infamous is going to be a skin in Fortnite. Well, we don't know when, but someday. And it's like, that, that didn't, there was nothing about that that needed to be an announcement. If you're going to announce like Starfield, they were like, yo, Starfield's coming. It's going to be Xbox exclusive. It's coming November, 2022. I'm like, all right, that's a legitimate long-term presentation you've given us a hardish date or no they gave us an exact date i think it was november 11th 2022 but anyway or 27 whatever they gave us a hard date they're like this thing is xbox exclusive because i know you've all been wondering boom i don't mind if you're going to do long term as long as there's still something there and i think with xbox's presentation in particular they kind of had to go long term because the knock has always been Xbox has no games. Xbox has no games. And I think Xbox really needed to come out and show people like, hey, we have spent literally billions and billions of dollars on studios and getting this Game Pass infrastructure in place. We have games coming and here they all are. And you should get a new one every couple of months tops. And I think that made sense for them. Whereas Nintendo, they're going into a holiday season with hardware that's fucking four years old up against the PS5 and the Xbox Series everything, they had to be like, yo, we have lots of games. Don't worry about those new expensive consoles. Look, look what we have. So I think I think there's a place for both. I don't know if I have, a, I, I guess my preference is short term, but I think there's a place for both. Um, as long as, just, like I said, I don't give a fuck if your announcement's five years out. Just give us something of substance as opposed to just fucking fluff. That's my, that's where I get, oh, that's where I get riled up. Thanks, Emily, that's a good question. Uh, and I should say for the record, I'm talking, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. That's just, I'm just an idiot with an opinion. That's all. I'm no, I have no connections to this business or inside information whatsoever. I'm just a nerd who really likes video games. That's all I is. Uh, Johnny CCDC wrote in and said, I was thinking about Sonic and Knuckles the other day and wishing there was backwards compatibilities used in other franchises. Imagine playing the original Super Mario Brothers as Princess Toadstool or getting to use Yoshi as Super Mario Brothers 3. What other franchise would you like to see, uh, this tech used on? So if you don't know, Johnny's talking about the lock-on technology. I love that term. Where he used to be able to take the Sonic and Knuckles cartridge and you could plug it, uh, or no, you put it into the, the Genesis and then you could drop Sonic 3 or Sonic 2 into the top of Sonic and Knuckles and then play them as Knuckles, which is really, really, it was like the first DLC in a way. It was a really cool idea. And it, you know what, Johnny? As soon as I read your comment, uh, Mega Man was the first one that popped into my head. Imagine, imagine if you could take Robot Master abilities and just like interchange them between fucking Mega Man games. Oh, oh fuck that'd be so hot i need a cold shower that would be fucking hot so that would be or may no i was gonna say maybe mario kart because it'd be cool to move tracks around but like they're all different generations whereas like outside of Mega Man 7 8 and 11 like 1 through 6 9 and 10 all look the same you could totally just interchange weapons in that so that would be my pick i think plus ima <laughs> imagine an nes cartridge slide into the nes and then trying to stick another one into that one you'd have it sticking out fucking 
what eight inches out of the front of the of the ah oh, that'd be fucking just draw this chain of fucking nes cartridges sticking out horizontally as opposed to the genesis tower of power fuck i love old video games it's a good question too johnny and finally we're gonna wrap this up with letter time it's letter time it's letter time and raul wrote into us on patreon and said just some random thoughts I've seen so much negativity recently around gaming due to E3, cross-generation games, broken launch games, etc. While all this can be a bit frustrating, isn't it also cool just how many generations of games we have at our immediate disposal? Last night, I played some Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate on my PlayStation 5 and then followed it up with the original Metroid on my Switch. It's like getting an awesome shot of all the amazing things modern games bring with some dosage of sweet nostalgia about how games were in the early years. Sometimes I like having a balance of playing games from the old and the new school and it always reminds me of why I love this hobby so much. Keep up the good work. Well fucking said, my friend. I agree. And like, a few people messaged me after that E3 podcast, because at the end of my E3 episode, I kind of shit on people that are just negative all the time. And I was like, there's nothing wrong with voicing your displeasure or if you're not happy about something. But some people, I feel like they're just in this hobby to bitch. And just in case you're wondering, because some of you asked if I was talking about you, I wasn't talking about anyone in particular, just for the record. Um, but I, I can't agree with you more, Raul. I, I love talking about that kind of stuff, man. Like I Now, admittedly, I know not everyone can afford to just have every console, and I'm certainly not rich, but I'm, I'm very blessed that I've got you know some disposable income that I can blow on this hobby. But like sitting right behind me here on my TV stand, I have a PlayStation 5 with my Xbox Series X, my Nintendo Switch, just those three systems. I also have a PS3 under there and a GameCube, and then I've got an NES, SNES, PlayStation, and Sega Genesis Classic that have all been uh tweaked we'll word it kindly uh and may have some extra games added to them and it's like yeah dude remember like i know a lot of you around my age i'm 37 we grew up in the 80s and the 90s remember when you would get like one new game for christmas and you just play that for six months and now it's like i literally have hundreds of video games just sitting here and even if you take out all the ones that are uh tinkered onto the mini consoles i still have a mountain of games just on playstation and xbox and switch look at all the games you can get all the indie games you fire up your nintendo switch and there's a ton of nes and snes games on there i understand how easy it is to be critical of this hobby and i think i think some people are critical of gaming today because they're passionate about it and they just want the best for their business and i think some people are just critical of the hobby because they're fucking cunts and they can't enjoy anything in life and so they have to just bitch about the thing that they should be enjoying um and i think there's a mix of both in them in here and i and I, I mean you guys anyone that's chances are mostly been listening to my show for quite a while i can be negative about gaming but i make an incredibly conscious effort to try to see his gaming from his glass half full perspective as i possibly can because it is my passion more than stand-up comedy by a mile fuck by a mile uh more than sports uh, more than just about everything i do in my day i love video games i truly love this business this is my favorite thing to do with my time um so i try my best to not focus too much on the negative and i just look at the positives and i i agree i think we're about to enter i truly think we're entering the another golden era i, I i've always considered the sega nintendo console wars of the 90s to be the golden era of video games and i think the 3d version of that is coming right now and uh, it's going to be fucking wild. And there's more games than you could ever play right now at your fingertips for every budget, for every taste. Uh, so instead of focusing on the negative and complaining about games that don't exist or the game that you don't like, try to just focus on... There's, I, it, Dude, if you can't find a video game you like right now, you need to get a new hobby. It's that simple. There's a video game out there for everyone. So just try to focus on that. 
I just, I can't agree with you more, Raul. I try not to even read the fucking comments on Twitter and, and Reddit. I don't go on Reddit very much anymore. I don't go on Twitter very much anymore. I basically just post and check my, my mentions and bounce. Um, I just don't have time for it. I just, I'm like, dude, I just like, I'm grow up, <laughs> fucking grow up. There it is. Oh my God. Fucking people complain too much. All right. Thank you to everyone that wrote in this week. I know I can't read all the comments. Keep sending them, guys. I do read all of them. And if you're ever really curious about something you've asked and I didn't answer it on the show, feel free to DM me. I'm happy to answer anything you guys want over on the old Patreon device. All right? Thank you, everybody. Let's uh, let's change it up and let's get into our Smash Hit segment here every week. Play one, remake one, erase one. And a huge thank you to Classic Concentration from the NES for unknowingly providing us with the theme music for the show. Uh, the rules are simple. Every week, I give our listeners three retro video games. Every time I read that part, I want to go three retro video games. And I don't know why I want to roll it like three. Anyway, every week, I give our listeners three retro video games. They can play one as it was released. They can remake one as a modern game. And the third game is a race from time forever. Uh, And as always, there are no wrong answers, but there is a correct one. And we'll get there in just a minute. This week, since we're talking Batman, I thought we'd run a NES games based on old movies iteration of the show. And our contestants this week are Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Back to the Future, and Ghostbusters, all for the NES. So, And according to our poll, the runaway popular answer with 41% of the vote. You guys would play Ghostbusters, remake Back to the Future, and erase Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which blows me away. And I understand how some of you are like, you can't erase Ghostbusters, it's a natural institution. You're right, but that video game is not. And that's the way wrong answer. 12% of you got it right this week. And I'll tell you what the right answer was in just a second. Let's have a look at some of the wrong answers first. And I gotta say, I don't always read all of the people that write in and break the rules and just start cheating crumb bums. I don't always do that. But a ton of you this week wrote in and said, these all suck. I refuse to play. Well, I don't refuse to put every single one of you motherfuckers on double secret probation. All right? Obey the rules. Why would you It'd be like going on Wheel of Fortune and then be like, I don't, this puzzle sucks and refusing to spin the wheel. The difference is Pat Sajak is a scared little man and Adam Blank sitting behind his microphone in his townhouse where nobody knows where he lives is fucking fearless. So you're all on double secret probation. Fuck off. Every week, more and more people write in and say, I guess I have to play by the rules. And every time I read that comment, I just laugh like Mr. Birds because it means my plan is fucking working. <laughs> but you fucking kids, man. When I, when I use three good games, you guys write in, this is too hard. I can't erase one. I can't play. And then when I give you three bad games, you're all like, these all suck. It's too hard. I can't play. You can't fucking win. Electronic Emotions Program wrote in and said, play back to the future. It is as fun as you make it. Or pardon me. Yeah, it's as fun as you make it, even if that fun comes from making fun of it. That's a good point. Remake Roger Rabbit. Maybe if Roger Rabbit got enough attention, a miracle could happen where we get a decent sequel or something just as good inspired by it. And then erase Ghostbusters. The The only redeeming value in this game is that you can play as Ghostbusters. There are many better ways to do that now. So bust the busters. You threw a lot of... You, you kind of, you made, 
It was incredibly well-worded, EEP, but like, even if that fun comes from making fun of it, that tripped me up for just a second. Remake Roger Rabbit, you didn't do anything wrong there, but I was just like, remake, remake, and then bust the busters. You guys know I can't read, and you're making it tricky. But anyway, I can get on board with all your logic. Holy Christ, would I love a sequel to to Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, You didn't have the right answer, but you get to take home, you get the home version. You get the consolation prize, because that was a good write-up. Kaiser Dragon wrote in and said, hmm... That selection. Saying this, I'll still play this game because it's the highlight of my Wednesday mornings. Humble little brag for you there, Adam. Thanks, Kaiser. I appreciate that. Kaiser said, play Roger Rabbit. I didn't play it back in the day. I didn't even know it was a game. I loved the film, so I will try it. Remake Ghostbusters. This game was awful and needs that remake shine. Albeit the recent Ghostbusters game was good, let's keep a remake of the original as the same style but with better gameplay, enhanced graphics, and a story, and then a race back to the future. Absolute pants. Bin it. We will still have the Telltale games, which are golden. And then Dragon wrote in and said, edit. I've played Roger Rabbit now. Still keeping my order, but what a pile of shit. This play one, remake one, erase one is to be crowned the shit storm of fish games edition. And that made me laugh that someone would come back and edit their comment and be like, oh, fuck, I played that game. That sucked. Uh, that made me laugh. And I also like absolute pants. I've never heard that. but I Well, maybe I've heard it on here before, but to call something pants. I like that. Uh, wrong Wrong order. But I respect the logic behind it, absolutely. And I agree that Back to the Future is absolute pants. I'm aboard with that. Brian Spritzer wrote in and said, All three games are just poor to say it nicely. They do not showcase the NES properly, nor do they represent the respective movies fairly. And yes, I get it at the time there were many limitations on the hardware. If it was up to me, I'd erase all three, but I will play by the rules. <laughs> yeah, see? Uh, Brian said, First, I play Roger Rabbit. Of the three, this is the game I found the most playable. Sure, it has many flaws and at times frustrated me to the point of insanity, but hey, at least I had a sense of accomplishment as I progressed and completed the game, which is not an easy task. No, it isn't. Second, I'd remake Ghostbusters, a brilliant movie that got a horrible NES game. Modernizing the game, fixing the controls, and perhaps having the game properly explain what you're supposed to do could make it fun and more interesting. And then finally, Erase Back to the Future. It's really a toss-up when deciding which to erase between Ghostbusters and Back to the Future. In the end, I would rather fight ghosts than get Marty back to his proper year. I will say watch the movie Back to the Future, but don't waste time with the NES game. I wish it never existed. That's cold, Brian. I wish it never existed. That's fucking vicious. But I, yeah, I. the thing is, is like, I don't agree with your orders necessarily, but I do agree with everyone that's like, all three of these games suck. So in that sense, there really isn't a wrong order this week because you're going to get to get rid of one of them. You're going to get to fix one of them. And then we're stuck with the third. So I can get on board with any of them, but none of you have been right so far. But I appreciate the logic. That was very well written too. Good job, Brian. Andrew Wright wrote in and said, First off, a race back to the future. The way it was designed, the most it could ever be was a half-assed version of Paperboy, which is a bad fucking choice. Side note, Paperboy needs a review. Actually, I agree with that, Andrew. We are going to. At some point, we'll cover Paperboy on this show. I love Paperboy. Uh, Andrew says, Remake Ghostbusters. Buried underneath the ugly sack of shit that is this game, a quality IP and story exists. The right development team could make this a classic. And then I play Roger Rabbit. The game might be difficult, but there are some funny moments and a quality puzzle sub. Ah, uh, who am I kidding? This game sucks too, but at least it's somewhat tolerable and entertaining compared to the other two. So, dude, I never thought of comparing Back to the Future to Paperboy, but that's a fucking... It, and how the fuck is, like... Ah, <laughs> oh, just fuck. Of these three movies, the only one that even needed a game at all was Ghostbusters. And you, like, that's to me, that's the one that translates best into a game, and you could argue that's the worst game of the three. 
I really did pick three duds this week. I, you guys are right. Troy wrote in and said, play Ghostbusters, remake Back to the Future, and erase Roger Rabbit. These games all need a nostalgia goggles filter. If they played today as rad as I remembered them from my childhood, I'd break the rules and play them all. But I know they're actually all ass, so I'll follow the rules and pick them arbitrarily. Ah, another man that's following the rules now. <laughs> my empire. Uh, uh, you get the wrong answer as well. But thank you. I appreciate the I appreciate the sentiment. And, and I agree. I played all three of these as a kid as well. And I liked playing all three of them as a kid. And the only one I've played at all in the last like 30 years is ghostbusters and now i know it's not very good but uh you all had the wrong answer 12 percent of you had the right answer including mr satan doug dorn makeshift money wolfgang darren and kyle dodd who wrote in and said play roger rabbit i played it as a kid and it's fine erase ghostbusters because it's terrible and the ghostbusters game on ps4 is fantastic and is basically a third movie and then remake back to the future because it is a great franchise that deserves a good game and you know what kyle swish fucking nailed it that's exactly what i would do i personally would play who framed roger rabbit now i'm not gonna sit here and say definitively that roger rabbit is a good video game because i don't think it is but but it tried a lot of stuff which i respect it put some of that puzzle solving in there it tried to work the mystery in i didn't hate this game growing up i fucking love this movie so i'm not gonna remove erase its game i refuse to erase its game there's a of these three, if I had to play one for the rest of my life, it would probably be Roger Rabbit. Um, and I considered remaking this one into because I think that a remake of this could be fun. But I would much rather remake Back to the Future. So that's the one I'm going to remake because those movies, it, well, not the third. I fuck, I hate Back to the Future 3. But the first two Back to the Future movies deserve an infinitely better game than they got. There's so much you could do with that, like time travel and stuff. You can maybe make it into like a puzzle game. I just, I, I love it. I, I want, I remake Back to the Future and just make something good out of it. And then I erase Ghostbusters. And look, you all know how much I love Ghostbusters. My favorite movie of all time. I'm obsessed with Ghostbusters. And I played this game like a motherfucker as a kid. I love this game. I beat it for the first time. Fair and square. No cheating. Last year, I got up those stairs. I know. I keep meaning to post a Let's Play of it just to prove that I can beat it. But the game is not good. It doesn't explain what you're supposed to do. You don't get to, like, Winston's not in it. You just play as generic Ghostbusters. It just, you play one song over and over and over and over and over and over. It's not good. And the reason I'm erasing it is twofold. One, the franchise lives on because it was a movie first. We just didn't get the crappy video game version of the movie. And two, we got the modern Ghostbusters game all those years ago, which is everything I imagined the NES game being as a kid when it wasn't. So, and... I keep meaning to play it. I have it on my Genesis. Apparently the Genesis version of Ghostbusters is the fucking tits. So I got to play that soon. So we got, we don't need this game. All right. So fuck this. Erase Ghostbusters. Sorry, not sorry. Done. Good stuff. Thanks for playing ever this week, everybody. I appreciate it. Uh, what have I been playing over the last seven days? And then we'll talk about Batman. Mostly Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart on my PS5. I actually just finished it Monday night. Uh, it's done and this weekend's expansion pass is up to our listeners next weekend's expansion pass which will be the first one in july episode 66 i'm probably going to do my spoiler free review of ratchet and clank rift apart but like quick note really really good if you if you like any of the other ratchet and clanks play this one it's fucking awesome and it gets me so excited about uh to see what this generation of games is going to be like once developers start using the next gen hardware because ratchet and clank was just silky smooth and wicked 
still playing MLB The Show because I'm a hopeless addict who can't stop playing MLB The Show. And uh, I'm actually just getting ready to hop into Jet Set Radio. Probably going to do that later today because that won this month's Patreon poll and I got to bomb through that bad boy. So, uh, oh, fuck yeah. And I'm still thinking around in Returnal. And I have Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrated, the Yuffie DLC, downloaded. I played about an hour of it last night. Uh, seems just as good as the original game so far. But I... I I got to put more time into it. So I'm playing lots. I haven't had any comedy over the last few days compared to the week before. So I got lots more time to play video games, which is mwah. All right, there you go. Let's talk Batman. I know that's why you're here. The main event, as always, I like to give you nerds a chance to share some of your memories about whatever game we're playing before my guest and I rant for an hour or so. And uh, we had a lot of comments from you guys about this one. Jerry Robinson wrote in and said, Every episode, you got me in a time machine back to my childhood. My cousin had this along with Tetris and Super Mario, and we'd play it over and over forever. Uh, fuck yeah, Jerry. I'm glad that I make you feel like you're in a time machine, Jerry. That's all I wanted this to be, was just a trip back to the old days. So that makes me feel good. Chris Copeland wrote in and said, This game is such a gem. The way it uses wall jumping to navigate through levels is a lot of fun, even if it can be frustrating. That being said, even though it can be very difficult, it feels fair. And in typical Sunsoft fashion, the soundtrack is killer. One of my favorite NES games for sure. I agree with all that, Chris. The soundtrack slaps. And uh, this game can be so tough and very frustrating. But I also feel like it's fair. It just takes practice. This is the... This is the like. This is the epitome of a perfect NES game. It's very difficult, but if you just sit down and play it over and over and you practice, you will be able to, you can finish it. And I, I love that. Yeah. Uh, Troy wrote in and said, uh, I only played the Game Boy version, but I think it's similar. I can only get to the Batwing level and I could have really benefited from save states as a kid. You only have so much patience as a child to start from the beginning of that fucking game every time. The soundtrack is hella deadly. You know what's funny, Troy? I didn't play this too much as a kid. I played it more as an adult on the NES, but I had the Game Boy version as well. And I do think they were quite similar. The Game Boy one was actually pretty good too. Pee pee poo poo cuckoo -coo pants wrote in and said, This was the first game I ever bought. Similar to Darth Obvious, I went with the intention. Oh, sorry, Darth. I didn't. Th I don't think you're coming. Oh, boy, that's awkward. Uh, well, Darth, consider yourself red as well. Uh, I, I can't read all of them. Sorry. But anyway, PP wrote in and said, similar to Darth, I went with the intention of getting Mario 3, but it was sold out, so I got Batman instead. Based on how much I love the movie, I figured it was a pretty safe bet, and I was right. I loved this game. It felt so good to do that wall jump. I recently played it again, and it's still good today. Growing grabbingly good. I know I finished it many times as a kid, but fuck me. I can't do it now. I guess I'm getting too old for this shit. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I feel like I was... In some respects, I feel like I was better at games as a child than I am now, but uh, it, it absolutely, I'm telling you guys, as you're about to hear in the podcast, this game holds up. It's as playable today as it was back then, no question. Good A wrote in and said, after having to give my thoughts on all these games, I realized I didn't beat a lot of them growing up. This game is not an exception. I can say I had fun playing the first two levels of this game many times. I love that. And Jesse Clark wrote in and said, son of a bitch. Hulk Hogan, eat your heart out. It finally fucking happened. Man, Adam, I have been waiting for this day. Batman is one of the best fucking NES platformers out there. And I know how you love difficult platformers. This one is right up your alley, my friend. Just wait for the clock tower and Joker himself. I burned through this game for like a week straight until I finally had it memorized and beat it. My ex-wife was there to witness it and she, she couldn't fucking believe it. She lost her shit. She grew up thinking the game was impossible to beat. Uh, I have not beaten it. I've come very close, but I can't, I haven't beaten it yet, but I, I got really into it for a few weeks and I was playing it like a motherfucker and I was gonna, I was like, I'm going to keep playing this until I'm good enough to beat it. And then it just kind of fell down my, 
my list and I and I didn't go back to it. But I got to go back to it. Every, I played it again just in time for this podcast. And I was like, fuck, this game is just so much fun. It looks good. It plays good. It sounds good. It's good. It's a good video game. And we're going to talk about it right now. I'm going to queue up some Batman music. Fucking soundtrack in this game kicks ass. And when it stops, my buddy Brad and I are going to talk all about Batman the Video Game, which originally released on the NES in North America on December 22nd, 1989. Fuck, that's a long time ago. Enjoy the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting's a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad. The ugly, I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before and you're going to keep hearing me say it. Therapy is the way. Therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to. And BetterHelp is a great way to go about it. I don't BS you guys. I don't say I've used something if I've never used it. I've personally talked to a BetterHelp therapist about the stuff going on in my personal life, and I genuinely found it helpful. To have someone to talk to that doesn't have any skin in the game, that can just listen and try to help me come up with a roadmap to get through the tough times... It's just invaluable. It has seriously really helped me. I've talked to my therapist through video and you can do it that way or you can do it over the phone or even just over chat and they give you as many schedule options as possible so you can work a session in around your life. It's licensed therapy as convenient as it gets. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash remember the game today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash remember the game. All right, joining me via, we'll go with the bat phone. This I, Normally it would be the blank phone, but it only seems fitting this week to call it the bat phone. So joining me via the bat phone, and dude, it's the old 1960s Adam West red bat phone, by the way, the best of all the bat phones, is my good buddy, Mr. Brad Warren. How's it going, pal? I'm doing all right, man. How are you? I'm good. Dude, just quick, did you ever watch the old Adam West Batman? You must have. Of course. Of did, course. So you, you know the red phone from, uh, that I'm talking about. from school. Yeah. He used to come home from school and it'd be on, man. Batman. Adam West running with the bomb over his head. Oh, with I love Adam, job. dude. It's one of the greatest photos ever. I, I, I to this day, I kind of regret not buying that sign by Adam West. I, I argue, I argue all the time that I think Adam West is the the golden standard for Adams everywhere. Like as a as a species, we Adams can't get any better than Adam West. He, he did. Uh, he 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 did have a good career. He, uh, he and I don't care. Man. <laughs> he's the best Batman. He's the best Batman. I know he's not actually wow. the best Batman. I know. I know. Well, I don't, I know don't yell saying, at me, man. everybody. No, no, no. Don't do that. We, all, just know, that. we all know that Val Kilmer is the best Batman. And now we can wow, move George, on. What? George Clooney was quite good. I, dude, I don't give a fuck what anyone says. I don't hate Batman Forever or Batman and Robin. I'm not saying they're good movies, but I don't hate those movies. I don't give a fuck. Yell at me if I, you want. Email me at memberthegame at gmail.com. Well, Let me have it. I don't hate those movies. Well, the problem is, Adam, is that a lot of people blame the actors. And that's the funny part, is that they didn't write it. No. It's like 
it's like in those scenes that have come out recently of uh, Arnold as Mr. Freeze, and he's caught on a like a hot mic, as you know everybody does get caught. But he's on a mic saying, "Are you? Can you believe we got paid for this shit?" Yeah, <laughs> and, and it, it, it's it, it's a, it's an over the top movie that like if you're comparing it to any of the new ones, it's like guys, this is a different <laughs> or the fir- or the first two of the original ones even. Like, yeah, it's like, like it's, obviously like, they're not as good, but I like those. No, I don't know why no, I like them. I just, just like them. It's, uh, man, like it, it is what it is. And it's, uh, I'm at the point in that superhero universe and especially Batman. Like, I, I don't know if you know this, but um, it, like Michael Keaton is supposedly going to be Batman in the new Flash movie. Yeah, like he goes I, I into a different universe. Or something, yeah. Right. So I, I was talking to uh, a friend of mine and I said, Okay, now let Tim Burton do another Batman movie where he's in that uh, Michael Keaton's Batman again in is that it, world. Isn't Michael Keaton and then like got, 70 got, years old? Michael Keaton? Yeah. No, he's not that old. He's in his probably his 50s. Like can Maybe, he no, still pull off? Can he still pull off a Batman? Hey man, Harrison Ford's in his 70s doing another Indiana Jones. Yeah, can and, do it. and how did that fucking how did the last Indiana Jones turn out? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well I'm played. a huge fan of Indiana Jones. I have no idea what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, just there was only ever three. The fourth one never happened. Um, <sighs> so thank you everybody for listening to Remember the Movie. We'll yeah, be back. No, yeah, thank uh, you. So okay, but, but now that's a good tie-in because we're talking Batman for the NES this week. And it's funny because well, before before we started recording, you and I were just, you know, we try to save our conversations about the game for the for the podcast itself because it's it's very hard to rehash. And dude, especially in the early days of this podcast, I had a horrible habit of talking about the game with my guests for like 45 minutes and then being like, okay, let's record. And then we just basically have to try to say what we just said again and it just doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. We so, had to stop ourselves. So we stopped this conversation. But when, when I got you on the phone and we were talking about how we were going to cover this game, you brought up that like this, because this is a good game. I think most people that have played it would say it's it's right. Don't, it's too don't, hard. Don't spoil it yet. Don't spoil it. We'll get to it. Okay. It's like if I think we should start with the positives. Well, no, but I just wanted to say like, and this, we'll get more into this in a minute. But you were like this, and I'm not shitting on you for this. But you were like this is not like the movie. And then I said I never really thought it was trying to be like the movie but then you brought right. up that like it did come out around the same time and it does have the same joker and it does have the batman and, it, and i was like and the more i thought about it because i have seen the the first batman movie it's just been a long time yeah but the more yeah. i thought about it i was like you know what it is kind of like yeah because i just they i honestly i just scenes, like the cutscenes are the movie well we'll get to the end i don't want to spoil it but i will i have a great line for that ending but Sorry, I just had to move my headphones. Sorry about that. Yeah, no worries. Uh, it, it to to me, it's like when the game opens, they show Jack Nicholson yeah. as Joker, yeah. and it's a great shot. Again, some of these games back in the day, the way they did the pixelations and everything like that, they really captured uh, the look of them. Then they showed Vicky Vale, who she didn't look like um, Kim Basinger, but that again, it's a Nintendo game. And then they show Batman, who clearly is the Batman from the movie. And you brought it up. I forgot about it. They show the Batmobile driving down the street and it's the Batmobile from the film. Yeah. But I mean, you're right. That's I, it. You're right. I just never, I just never put one and one together 
And it was I just always looked at it as there was just like a standalone, like just for argument's sake, Batman like the game. first Ninja Turtles. It was, ba- it was the first Batman game. Yeah, like the the first video Ninja Turtles video game wasn't like the first movie. And so I no, just never no, put no. it together. But you're right. Yeah. It is kind of a lot like this is like I'm on the Wikipedia page right now. And it does say it was loosely based on the 1989 <laughs> film. Wow. Yeah, and I was like, no. only in the sense that Batman and the Joker are in it, I guess. But like, right? Um, okay, but now, so so fair enough. That makes me look. I never, I never put one and one together. Having said all that, particularly going back to the era of 1989, 1990, when every movie got a video game, and 90 percent of the movie video games were bad. This game, well, too hard, and we'll get there. And yes. I don't want to say it's too hard because I think I could beat this game with some practice. But this is a fucking really good video game. It is. It's a very, very solid game. It's, it's, it, to me, I made the point to you when we, again, we started talking. I feel, and I'm pretty sure this is just a, like the, like the original Ninja Turtles video game was good in a lot of sense. It was extremely hard. Yeah. But it didn't capture enough of the Ninja Turtles. Like you didn't have, there wasn't enough weapons there wasn't enough again i i like the game but it just didn't have that cartoon feel and and again we don't know if it was supposed to or not um but this game i think is built like that game or it's built like a mega man game which is a very good it's a good game it's a good it's a it's a solid really good well gameplay like it it you got to be good at it. And as a kid, I was never good at these games. So this is a game I know I got. And then it got put away. Well, what I was so what's, mad. <laughs> what stands out to me about this game? Cause like, yeah, like it's, it's, I mean, there's, I do have some, some qualms with the controls and we'll get there, but like, I do think it's fun to play. I like the way it looks. I, I love, I love the fucking soundtrack to this game. It's one of my favorite soundtracks on the NES. Really? Yeah, I think it's fucking bangs. It's really okay, good. Okay, to 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 counterpoint that, I I think it's good. I think it's good for the game that it is, but it had nothing to do with Batman. No, but like, <laughs> like again, but like, but hey but hey like, hey. But, if you want to tie it back to being like Batman, as a diehard Ghostbusters fan, that entire video game just plays a horrible bah, pixel bah, bah, version bah, of that bah, theme bah, over bah. and over again. So if my choice, yeah, if my choice with this game is weird yes. other music or the Batman yes. theme over and over again, I'll take the weird other music. I agree with you. Yes, and I, and I so I, I like the you. music. And to me, honestly, my absolute, and I never say this about video games, period. And my, I can't imagine I'll ever say this about an NES game again. My absolute favorite thing about this game is the graphics. It really, like the backgrounds, wow. how dark everything is most of the time. Mm-hmm. It looks like you're yeah. in dark alleys and in dark buildings and stuff like that. It's like, Batman. They, they did it really right. capture they, they, that. They did it right. They yeah. did that. They did get that right. Um, like the the graphics are solid. Like Batman looks like Batman. Like he he's kind of blue. Whatever they they gave him a different color, obviously because they were going to go dark on everything else. Which isn't there's nothing wrong with that. No, it's not still. But the gameplay itself and everything like that is really really solid. Um, yeah, they did. Yeah, like, it's it, it's a, it's a, it's a fun hard fucking game. <laughs> yeah, like to me because I'm looking at a picture of it right now. Like Batman's purple, and they basically either had to make Batman purple. Or a different or color, background. or they had to make the backgrounds. And to me, I would rather have those dark, evil backgrounds and then make Batman yeah, yeah. a little bit more colorful totally than make agree. Batman totally dark agree. against like a fucking 
it's like not a shopping mall. You can't have Batman in the daytime. That's not how Batman works. Because right. everybody would just see him and go, oh, the, what the fuck? Why is Batman it, out running around? Like, it's wild. Like, I'm looking at a picture right now. And, like, literally two-thirds of the screen is black. Like, just black. But it works. Yes. And, oh, and it wouldn't work on any other game. I'd be like, you lazy pieces of shit. You just didn't want to animate a background in. So you just right, made the background right. black. But for Batman, it works perfectly. Yeah, yeah, it's Gotham. Gotham's very dark. Um, it like to go back quickly. I just wanted to make a point. Like, I think Batman, even though we kind of got into it late in the sense of saying that this uh, was like loosely based on the movie, I think one reason why I did buy this game was because of that movie. I like, hey, you and I just discussed it. Like, I, I'm turning forty this year, and as a kid, I remember this movie being like the first movie being at that age where you're like wow like this was like the original superhero movie that was good yeah and had a killer soundtrack um it was one of those movies that did really really well like prince did the soundtrack out and you should listen to it yeah i think you would really enjoy it actually um i think my favorite i i like actually i do like prince like what was it kiss from a rose that's sealed but that's (laughs) I just don't know anything about music and Brad does and I try to irritate him with it sometimes. Yeah, and you and you won. You won again. I got you. But anyways, um to that point, like this game, I like remember being a kid, Adam, I know and I know you can confirm this. That logo was everywhere. Yeah. When you saw that dark black like the suit with the yellow and everything like that, it was everywhere. McDonald's, um, t shirts. If you didn't have a Batman t shirt as a kid, with just even just that logo on it, man, you you were left out. Yeah, you were left out. I, I remember even... kids having that. Like, not everybody had it, but if you had it, you were like, "Wow, that shirt's like crazy." Like, I honestly that's... like. I'm. I would consider myself a fair weather. Like, I'm not the world's biggest Batman fan. I think he's fine. Right. Like, I'm. Right. I'm a Spider Man guy. I've always had, never hit that fact. I hate Superman. Batman's in the middle for me. But like, yeah, the the, the logo's iconic. This is the era of Batman. I totally agree with that. I can get on board with all of that. And it was yeah, rad to see them make a game out of them and not make it suck. Because Spider-Man, dude, in the day, Spider-Man had some fucking stanky video games. And so has Batman. Oh, yeah. So has Batman. Oh, yeah. But this oh, game yeah. was like, because you're right, this is one of those rare instances where I guarantee you people bought this game just because of that iconic cover art, the box, just with the Batman. Yeah. All it is is the Batman logo that says Batman. And people are going to yeah. buy it because they like Batman. The difference was you got it home and put it into your controller or your Nintendo. And unlike us Ghostbusters fans that just got completely fucked over by our favorite franchise, you Batman fans actually got like... If, dude, if this game was not Batman, if this just say this was fucking Mr. Hero... That was the name of the yeah. game, and everything else was exactly the same. But it was the adventures yeah. of Mister Hero. People would be like, "This is a good video game." Like, it, there's just it just yeah, to, to get up and play it right now. It's a fun video game. I, I I totally agree with you, and I made this point before we started, and I'm gonna make this point now. I truly, honestly believe that this game was made without the designers actually watching the film. I think this game was in the can. I think this game was already like level design and everything was done. I, I don't, I don't believe because the game itself is really, really good, but none of the game characters or anything other than Batman and the Joker were in the film. 
Well, it says, dude, I'm literally reading right now. It says the art and dialogue in the game were changed from the prototype version to the final version to better reflect the look and events from the movie. So yeah, you're right. They <laughs> yeah, just had a Batman yeah, so game the made and then decided to exactly, tie it in. They added those and said, oh, fuck, it's a Batman game. Let's go for it. Which again, I liked the game. It's just not anything to do with it. Like in the end, the Joker, I don't want to spoil it. I don't know if you remember in the movie. Oh, you can, I don't. listen. This game. He shoots game, lightning for fuck's sake. Yeah, this, this game is over thirty years old, and no one's ever gotten to the end of it. So you can spoil all you want. It's dude. That's what, fair, what, huh? what were we saying? Because we were joking about the ending scene of the game, and I'll let you explain why the end of the scene wrong. But I said the reason I think the end scene from the game is so bad is because they just threw it in the last minute, and they were like, "No one's ever gonna fucking get here anyway." It's like Ghostbusters. Well, yeah. The last scene in Ghostbusters is a misspelled congratulations screen, and it's awful. <laughs> but they, I guarantee you, the developer. Developers were like, oh, fuck, no one's ever going to get here. Who fucking cares? No like, one's like, going to play this game. And it's not even because it was hard. It's just not good. They're like, no one's going to finish this. They're going to throw it out anyway. Yeah, exactly. They were just like, who fucking cares? It, you you know what? It, it's something that you and I joke about a lot. But with that misspell in the game, it's like if you and I were in there and you looked at me and said, hey, look at this. I'm going to put this in the game. Yeah. It's spelled wrong. Like, so they just and we would just kill ourselves us. laughing yeah. knowing that that's in the game because we think no one's going to see it. And if you do, it just sums up the game. And at the you end know of, what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah, exactly. But it was like it's at the a- end of this, and I really do, I will say like, and we'll get into this game, like the gameplay and the levels just like that in a minute because I can get pretty far to this game. I went through yeah. a phase where I was playing it like crazy. I played it on Twitch one night. I don't remember why. And I really got like... I was getting pretty angry at it at times, but I also got really into it. And then I actually played it pretty regularly for about a week. And like, I wasn't stopping playing it and uh, I could never beat it. There's a boss near the end that I can't beat, but, and I'll explain what that is in a second. Um, but now I want to see this ending. Cause I have seen like the still screens of him, like confronting the Joker. And like you said, it's most, it's so, so horribly just superimposed in to try to make it like the movie. And it's yeah, not even he, like the what? movie. Well, the great, the greatest quote, like uh, a quote from the movie that a lot of people remember is, do you dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? That's what Joker says to uh, Batman in multiple scenes of the movie. He kills his parents, obviously, and everything like that. And at the end of the game, because I watched a guy do a, a playthrough on uh, YouTube to pretty much figure out this game, because there's certain aspects of the game that I couldn't remember. And I thought there was other different levels and stuff, but there wasn't. We'll get to that after. But in the end cutscene, he's holding Joker and he says to him, I know you murdered my parents. Now you will dance with the devil in the pale moonlight. And he punches him and he throws him off the building, which is the church, um, which is, again, in the film. But he never said that to him. He never said that to him at all. He just like it. Again, these guys did not see the movie, or they did, and they released this before it, but I'm pretty sure they didn't, and they just said, fuck it, add these in, it's a Batman game, we're doing this, I it's love out. It. I love it. Yeah, and I, I do too, it, again, <laughs> it, this is the great, like, we, we've discussed this before, this is the best part of this era of video games, because we didn't have anything, no Twitter, no nothing. No. You just played it, and then this happens. But with the end of the game, you go, "Yeah, you get to the end of the game, and you're well. well, We didn't because it's too hard. No, but But I I just, I just think of a kid sitting there who actually is sweating and did it. He did it. His hands are sore, and that comes up, and that's the end, and it goes to credits. Because by the way, it shows him laying there dead. Doesn't look like Jack Nicholson at all. Whatever. And then it just goes credits, and then it's the list of things. It's so So funny because if that if that happened today. 
Like if you made a game that was like super hard oh, and then destroyed. people beat it and then you just fucked with us, people would light it up. But it's so funny because back then it was almost like, cause I, I beat the odd really difficult game when I was a kid. Like Bart versus right. the space mutants is a hard video game and I can beat that game in my sleep. Like I beat that game as a kid and the ending sucks. Like basically they're just like the aliens leave and that's it. But it's like, for some reason back then it wasn't even about what the ending, it was almost like they threw the ending scene in like, the morning they had to send the game to the printer to make the <laughs> yeah. game, they were just like, oh, fuck, we forgot. Yes. Like, just show a title screen in the end. I don't know, just type something down quick and no time to spell check it. Get it in there and go. But people didn't yeah. even care because you were just excited that you were able to beat this fucking game that was so hard. Do you I know think what I mean? Too, uh, yeah, no, I think that's why when, again, not aging ourselves, um, but every friend I know that is my age, your age, everything like that, we react differently to winning video uh, video games because of how we grew up. It's like anything in life. It's like anything in life you react differently is because you grew up a certain way. Like I'll give you an example. The other night, MLB the show, which you own and I own and everything like that. Yesterday I hit a walk. Oh, sorry. Wait, just for the record. I don't own it. I play it on game pass. I didn't have to buy it. Some of you. Ha- yeah. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, thank that's you. right. Sorry. You bought it. That's I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Thanks for bringing that up again. But I hit a walk-off home run in the ninth. Right. And I got up and I fist-pumped and watched my guy walk the bases. And I was jacked up. Yeah. Because you know what? it was, And it was just, it was great. And it's like, I think for us, when we did finish it, I remember watching my friends finish games. And like, we would like cheer and just like be so involved into it. Yeah. And I, I think that's lost today well to a certain degree you know not to- and because because people uh, again they, they have their outlets to bitch and moan and you know and it, it, it's it's just not the same it, well, not, it, not to throw shade because there are difficult games today like i can't play yeah. dark souls to save my life but having said that like there is something about this like I don't know if it's a badge of honor or what it is, but anyone that grew up, particularly NES, because even by the Genesis Super Nintendo era, it was a, the games were getting a little bit easier. We had more save files. And well, stuff we like were that. older too. Yeah, like right. it, it was more advanced. But this if you was, grew up in the late in the eighty in the eighties, early nineties, if you played the NES, I don't care if it's Batman, if it's Ghostbusters, if it's Ninja Turtles, if it's Battletoads, if it pick your pick your difficult game. There's Blaster Master, whatever. It's like there's just there's something about you know it's going to be too hard for you to beat more than likely but you're okay with it you accept the difficulty you rage in the moment and then you come back to it and do it again and then when you do beat it there's a certain sense of accomplishment like that i can i can beat the original mega man fairly easily and a lot of people can't beat the first mega man and i'm like and and i know that if they released that game as like an indie game today people would be like this sucks it's too hard and no one could beat it but back then you're just like Anyone that grew up with that, any it's something about any NES games get like a free pass where we're like, yeah, it's okay yeah. that they're too hard because we, and we like them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. there's, game, there's games that are just garbage, but we still, we're like, yeah, I still want to play it. I want to play it one but, more time. And having, I, I think that's, again, it's a, that's a different era and age. But before, before you finish, I have to bring up the point where when you were on Twitch raising money, I witnessed because I I was two minutes before you did it when you passed that level in Battletoads. The speed bikes, yeah. The speed bikes, yes. And I, I now me personally, I remember speed bikes. It was in the Game Boy version. I had the Game Boy version, and that game was fucking hard too. And but watching you do it, and you sitting there for a minute as as old as you are now, you 
you could feel it in the like and this may sound stupid but i believe that your followers will understand it especially from that age group and if there's younger ones listening it you could feel it in the room that you did it yeah like you did it like you sat there for a minute and you went quiet and that's not you anybody that listens to this knows <laughs> adam adam blank doesn't go quiet but he just sat there and he goes i did it yeah. and like you were dead within seconds in that next level because you were still in the moment and like you were like okay uh i can't believe i did that and then and then you died and then you just you it didn't even matter that you died you just sat there and you're like i did it yeah it was and that's I did it. that's I the thing about this era it. is like the, that yes. that even i i mean listen you guys all know what a hard on i have for the super nintendo in that era but like even from the super nintendo compared to the nes there's something about nes games that are difficult whether they're good or bad that's not the point it, there's just there's this sense of a you want to be it's a, it's kind of um what's the word i'm looking for like you're kind of sick in the head that you want to play these games that are almost impossible to fucking beat <laughs> because you know yeah, how, yeah. how off you're gonna get if you beat it right and well that, that and it, it's 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 more about putting the work in you had to you didn't have we didn't have the internet to look up how to do things and we didn't have these like not cheat codes or whatever like a prime example is a good friend of mine uh, has two boys who are 12 and 10 and they went to a lake and they had an old Nintendo and he just looked at it and he said, you two come here, fired up the TV. He said, turn this on. He said it was hilarious to watch them try and like load up a Nintendo cause they'd never done it before. Right. They, they, they saw the games so and like, well, how does this work dad? And they're like, well, he's like, figure it out. And so they were watching him, him and a buddy were watching their kids try and do this. His two kids sat down and he plugged in Mario one and he goes, beat it, play it, play it and beat it. And they were looking at it and they're like, well, this is like really old. And he's like, yeah, beat it. He said within a half hour, 45 minutes, these two kids were screaming at each other, almost fighting. His wife had to break it up and he just sat there and goes, what's wrong? He goes, cause they couldn't either. They got by a level and they're like, well, how do you save? Oh no, no, no. Like you, you gotta keep working. You just gotta keep you gotta put the work in. And like you said, when it came to the Super NES and Genesis, we started seeing advancement in video games where they're easier. Yeah. They're harder, but it's easier because we do have save points now. We do have these things. And these old games, like, yeah, it got to a point where you could save, but no, you couldn't. You yeah. had to just you had to sit and go, I'm up on Saturday morning. I guess I'm gonna try and finish this and play the whole day and that's how you tie it and that like and so to bring it back to batman like because like yeah there are there are the hard there are bad hard games that we played anyway mostly because it was the only game you had but also because right. there's something about the the bragging of beating it but then when there yeah. was the good hard games and batman is one of like this is like i when i sit it's down a good game. i can it's a very good game. I, like i said i've been playing it the last i mean i haven't played it now in a few weeks but i was really into it for a couple weeks there and uh, I was like, dude, this is just like a, it handles, I, I have one major criticism and I'm going to get there right now because we're going to get into the game. But for the most part, I was like, this is actually a really good game. It looks great. I already went over that. And it sounds great. I already went over that. You can tell who Batman is. You got to go through, you got to punch bad guys, but they did it in a way where it doesn't get old or anything. One of the things I really, really like about this game, and frankly, like you have to learn how to use it is Batman's weapons. And I will say, because yeah. he has like the Batarangs, He's got this like triple spread shooter, and then he had, uh, and then he's got a gun. I uh, I don't ever remember Batman having a gun. 
but no. I, but I but I assume it's not like a bullet gun. It shoots probably like bat bullets or fucking something like it that. It doesn't matter. It, 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 this isn't Batman. No, so it, it doesn't. It, it, it's just not. And again, it, it it is what it is. But when you're talking about gameplay, yes, you had to learn how to use these different things. And like it, uh, this game just reminds me a lot of Mega Man in a lot of ways. And I. I think it's hard. Me- I think it's harder I than hate- Mega Man. Well, I, 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 I don't know if I agree because I hate Mega Man. You're because I you're can't crazy. Play. See, no, well, that's because it. I can't play it. That that's different. I know it's good. That's right. what I'm saying. Though is I know they're great games. I'm just not good at those, and they're so frustrating. I've watched you play it online. Um, if you haven't watched Adam's Twitch, watch it. It's fun. I'm um, angry. If you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer. And for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul-crushing. Dozens, maybe hundreds of hours of work. Gone. Like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game. It matters, but kinda, you know? That exact scenario, but with a work project, an essay for school, data for your business, that's no joke. That can be really serious. You need a safety net. And I got you, fam, with my partners over at CrashPlan. Visit CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. CrashPlan has been protecting people's data since 2001, and a couple years ago, they set out on their own with one mission, to provide the best damn cloud backup solution on the market. CrashPlan runs quietly in the background of your computer or Mac, and every 15 minutes on the clock, they create a new backup of every file that's changed in that time. So if something goes wrong, God forbid, you don't lose hours, lose days, lose weeks of work. Just log into your account, and you can download your most recent backup from the secure cloud servers. And there's not just one backup. There's a laundry list of them. You can pick and choose which one you want. It's like the ultimate undo button. If If you work on a computer in any capacity, CrashPlan is a must-have. And if you're thinking, ah, that's for big businesses, I'm just Joe Schmo. CrashPlan protects Joe Schmo. They offer a ton of plans and tiers. So there's a CrashPlan for everyone from small one-person businesses like me to you fancy businesses in offices with staff and free donuts and all that stuff. Time is money. Why wouldn't you protect your work? Spreadsheets, diagrams, videos, art, podcasts. CrashPlan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Easy like, plug. Easy plug. Yeah. Um, but, like, but with this but, game... Uh, you have yes. to you have to learn how to use those weapons. You have to because like Batman, basically 100%. all he does is jumps and punches. But then you get these three weapons, and I and I this seems like such a a normal mechanic today. But this was a cool thing back then. It was just like well, as long as you pick up more of those little bats, because like every bad guy you kill, or I don't know if everyone does. I think every bad guy you kill, if not everyone, basically all of them drop like ammo, and you pick up like yeah. this energy, and your energy caps out at ninety nine. But then you can use any of your three weapons anytime you want. And what I love about this game, and I really think this was a great choice by the game developers, is the way they constantly are filling up your your energy to use those special weapons. Because normally, like I'm 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 I am as cheap as it gets 
with my power-ups and my weapons in most games because I'm afraid of using them because I'm afraid I'm going to need them more later. And I'll get stuck in a part and not be able to beat it, and I still won't go to my weapons that I have because I'm like, well, I might need these for a later part. It's like, hey, dickhead, you can't beat this part. Use the fucking weapons. Whereas in Batman, you quickly learn, and that's something you get over very quickly, is they're always dropping energy and they're always dropping ammo. So they're like, dude, no, no, no. We, You are going to need these fucking weapons. And you don't have to just save them for the bosses, and you do need them for the bosses. But you don't have to save them for the bosses because we're going to keep filling them up for you with the expectation that if you don't utilize these weapons to beat these levels after about three levels you're completely fucked completely fucked and to that point too um is that it was smart of the game because if you didn't add the ammo that you wouldn't get by level one you know what i mean yeah like like they they it was a brilliant and this is a huge positive for this game they said we're going to reward people with weaponry in this game as they go along all the time. We're still going to and still make it really hard. Well, they threw so a- you see, like you like you do you do level up and like you not level up, but you like once you learn that factor, the game does come become a little bit easier. Well, but es- especially still- after the first level or two, then you start to hit a lot. Of, there's a lot of portions in this game where you're climbing platforms or jumping from platform to platform and there's bad guys waiting on the next platform. And a lot of them are like these little, Oh, those fucking, there's these little shitty caterpillar looking fucking tanks and they go really slow. But then when they see you, they run at you. And like your best bet is to just pick them off before you even get there with like the batarang. And, uh, and again, it's telling you like, use your weapons. Now you gotta, and again, you gotta jump like the parts where you have to like jump, 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 jump. And they're waiting at the top. Now you gotta jump and fire. Yeah. And hope that the game registers that. Because I, again, again, we're still playing a Nintendo. Yeah, right? but so you, but you might hit that button and it might not work. Another shout out to the, the, what the developers did in this game is like, I feel like the jumping at I don't want to. It's not exactly like a like a like a Castlevania or a Ninja Gaiden. All I'm saying is that like the jumping is a little precise. It's a little tricky. The difference is if you miss a jump in Ninja Gaiden, the you die. Like you fall yeah. in the game and you die. Whereas in this game. A lot of the time, not always, but a lot of the time when you miss a jump, you just fall further down in the leveling and climb back up. And I know which that- I love, which oh. I love. I, oh. I games, the game series, you will, you and I agree on this in the sense when I hate fucking games when you're climbing up, but everything that you've left now becomes like lava and you die. Yeah, there's like so you, if you go out oh. of the stream you're dead and there's so I, many games like, like that and i yeah, and, and i don't brutal. know it was brutal yeah especially I during the nintendo era oh. when you were like oh you gotta go up but if you go back down you die but it's like well why i don't know anything it's about there. game development i don't know how hard it is to make one big open scrolling level where you can go back and forth yeah. anytime you want but like that's a great question to try and find out from somebody dude to be yeah, like, to have played in the early days and know that like yeah, once yeah. you get past something you're dead if you fall and then yeah. to go to a game where, like, if you fall, it's, it's you're you're frustrated because you're like, fuck. But at least you didn't lose a life. You just have to climb up and try again. Yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah. Like, you, yeah, oh yeah. god, especially because there's actually a fair amount of platforming in this game, and it's not all just fighting bad guys. There's a lot of jumping, like the wall. Everyone, anyone that's played this game, like, because I hadn't played this game, dude. I played this game when I was little, and then I had not, I had not played it until a couple months ago when I fired it up. And I and right. I still remembered that it had wall jumping because it just is such an iconic yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, there's game. certain things I remembered about this game. Um before I fired up the video when you asked me to do this game, I'm like, oh yeah, I had it. But the but and the- I, I, I just remember I just remember it being really, really hard. 
And there was a lot of the wall jumping. But the problem is the wall jumping, like, and that's my, if I have a major, I don't mind that this game is hard. Okay. I can't beat it or I haven't beat it yet. And I won't shit on it, particularly when it comes to the NES. Like, I don't think I would come out and shit on it. If I'm going to shit on a game for being too hard, it's probably going to be because I don't think the game, like, uh, like fucking, I don't like, like I I was pretty hard (laughs) on. Like it's just bad. Yeah. Like I've been pretty hard on Conker's Bad Fur Day. I think that game's fucking hilarious, but I think that game handles like a bag of shit, and that's what makes it so hard. Whereas this game, right. I don't think it handles bad for the most part. It's just difficult, which by design. But I will say, the wall jumping is such a critical mechanic, and I love the wall jumping in this game. But the general jumping by Batman is fucked because when you hit jump, he basically always goes at the same angle at the same distance, and so it yeah, is he's, so. He's got- He's got white man vertical. It, oh, it's horrible. It drives me crazy. And I think that's one of the things they, I, I, I want to bet early on in video game development, especially in these games, you would have to think Adam, like they, they make the guys jump really high and then they go, okay, we got to tone that down because it makes the level really easy. Oh, and they try and find that balance of how high. Yeah. And this guy's, (laughs) this guy's jumping ability is like, he's, blown an acl and had it repaired and it's not the same because like, he can't like he can't jump well he jumps he but jump, it's all it's all forward it's, he long jumps yeah 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 it's 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 not like up and down he has no straight up and down vert- like it's always just you're still moving in that like the direction you're supposed to be moving yeah it's it, it it's frustrating and it, you, it, it, well, you you gotta time a- it you brought up a great point, and I actually like I've thought about the how hard it would be to balance difficulty in a game before many many times. But you're right. right. I, I never, I don't know why I've never really thought about that. But like to to design how a character jumps in an action adventure platforming game must not be easy because you're right. If you make it too easy to jump, then you basically just you kind of break the game. But if you make yes. it that they can't jump at all, it's too hard. That said, I do think that the jumping in this game leans a little too too far toward the not good side of the scale than it does the good yeah. side because he jumps at like these weird 45 degree angles and there's a part a little bit later on in the game I, there's one part in particular i'm thinking of where you're on these like conveyor belts and there's spikes and shit like all that normal stuff yeah but there's yeah. one part where there's this like long column on the left side of the level where you, you come across to it and then there's spikes on both sides of the wall so you have to fall down this hole but you have to kind of aim it right into the middle and i find it so fucking hard because batman jumps like a fucking psycho and instead of him just doing like a batman like just you only you literally would have to just almost step off the ledge but you have to jump a little bit and then he jumps weird you're gonna hit and and you always hit like it's it's if i'm not mistaken I, I i started to learn that like if you're holding forward when you jump he jumps like almost like a 40 degree forward angle. If you just jump straight in the air and then push forward, and I may be talking on my ass, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. If you jump straight up in the air without touching any directions, then push forward, then he'll kind of do just like a, you know, he'll move forward a couple inches. And and, the, just, and there's nothing wrong with either of those mechanics. The problem is that so many people like myself probably grew up playing Mega Man and yes, grew up playing yes, Mario yes, and stuff yes. where we're used to being able to hold forward and jumping. And in right. this one, you like, can't. Well, yeah, like that's the thing is that's why this game was tough because when we were 10, we, you you figured that out now, (laughs) you know what I mean? At your age now. And you don't even know if that's, that could be your eyes at him. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, I think he's (laughs) doing this because this is still a Nintendo game. Yeah. Like that sound, like, I'm not saying that's a stretch, but it's a stretch because it's like, it's still a Nintendo game, but I get like, 
that's the thing, right? It's like there's times in these games where you did jump differently and you felt you were doing the same thing. It just visually, you're like, okay, he jumped better that way. Did he? Or was that just a normal jump? And you think, it, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it's, but that's what makes this fun. It's fun. And then, yeah, then, no, it you is. know what I mean? Like it, it, it's, it's just, that's the, that's the fun part. And that's why I love doing this with you, man. What's... It's just these little things where you're like, I think I can jump better. Well, what irritates if I me? Hit the button first. And what, then well, what irritates me right. about the jump? What irritates me about the jump, but also works, is that like I'll die because of a bad jump, and the jump is because Batman jumps like a fucking weirdo, and I'll be like, God yes. damn it! But it's but not I also half half it's of well fifty fifty half of me is like, well, that's not my fault. He fucking jumps like an idiot. But the other half of me is like, well, he's gonna jump like an idiot every time I push jump. So it's right. on me to practice until I'm good enough to make these jumps with his weird idiot jumps. It just takes yeah. a lot of, and dude, I can imagine if you were to pick this game up now and play it for the first time in your life, I promise you, any of you that have never played this game, I don't think it's on anything. I, I blatantly, I won't lie to you guys, I had to add it to my NES Classic because I don't believe it's on sale anywhere because a lot of licensed games are. But if you ever play this game, if you've never played it before, the first time you jump, you're going to be like, holy fuck, what the shit is wrong with his jumps? And it's like, yeah, I yeah, don't know. Like, because he jumps, but it's like he doesn't jump. But if that makes sense. Yeah, like it's it's just really, it it feels like the, it, it was there because it wasn't. Because again, I still I I'm I'm gonna go into the assumption that they they played around with the jumping. That's how games work. I don't know. No. Um, but like it, it's one of those things where it, it makes it. It's one of the most frustrating things about this game, and I think that's one of the reasons why as a 10 year old, 12 year old, it's, it's that collecting dust for me, but it's like, that I, I, I would get angry, but I see, I think that's why, cause I didn't own this game as a kid. I do remember playing it. We must've rented it a few times. I never owned it, right? but this is one right. thing about this game where like, despite the fact that it's super hard and despite the fact that Batman jumps like an idiot and all that stuff, I think the reason I keep coming back to it is, and, and I would say this to about any video game, even up to today, as long as there's continuity in the controls and I feel like it's the same thing over and over, then I'm like, all right, well, now it's on me to figure out how to make these controls work. And that's yeah, one thing I, I will that. give this his Like, what is Batman? Like, what is Batman? He's like a, like a fucking, he's like a super black belt, whatever, ninja, right? Like, in real life, like, that, the character Batman is like a martial art, whatever, I think. No, not really. No, no yes, he, he is. is. He, well, he is. Yes, he's, like, trained he in all this, like, shit. And, like, he's obviously a... Like he's a trained fighter, obviously. Like he knows how to fight. Well, yeah, he's 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 he was kind of trained by ninjas for sure. Right. Um, but he uses his like he's very smart, and he obviously he uses weapons. Right. Yeah. Well, that's always been my major criticism of Batman is that I'm like he's not a hero. He's just a rich guy that bought a whole bunch of superpowers. But then, well, but, well he didn't buy superpowers. He just he. he well, he kind yeah, yeah. But no, but can see, you just can you have when did you have you seen when's the last time you watched any of these Batman movies though? The originals. Yeah, I don't well, know any of them. Well, I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. I've seen them all, but uh, yeah. Well, then uh, then your assumption about Batman should be different. Like, well, no, like all no, because you know you remember like sorry guys, we're not going to get on a tyrant here. But like, wasn't it in the third Batman? Like whatever the one was with Bane, The Dark Knight Rises. Like didn't yeah. yeah, like didn't he go back to like where he like trained or something, and he got like his back broken and all this kind of stuff. Yes. Yeah. And that's all I'm saying is that like, I'm not saying that he can't fight. He's obviously like a world-class athlete and a great fighter and all that stuff. Yeah, he's, he's, it's just that shit he's, like he's the Batmobile, shit like his cape, shit like his Batarang, all yeah, this stuff. Yeah, like he's not, he yeah. doesn't have superpowers. 
He just has no, all these no. inventions. And for a long time, right. I used to hate on him for that. But I'm also a very big Iron Man fan, and Iron Man is almost worse. Because Iron Man isn't even like a world-class well, fighter or anything. He's just a rich guy. He's just a rich guy. He shoots in a, in a lasers weapon. and rockets. So I can't shit on him for that. But the point I was yeah. trying to make is I'm just a little bit flas- flustered as to how this guy has all these great tools, and he's a great fighter and all this stuff, but then they made him jump like I did in the third grade. Like he yes. just like the jumping is so <laughs> yeah, weird. It's, yeah, but it's, it's it's terrible. But you nailed the point. If the jumping was normal, I think this game would be very easy. So it kind of you would have you would have been done this game. You would have been done this game. And if he jumped yeah. like Mario, come on. Yeah, and I will also say shout out to any whoever who and I don't know who it was, but whomever decided he should be able to wall jump, uh, killed it because wall jumping in any video game is awesome. And in this game, and it's so funny because, like, of all the things Batman can do, I don't ever remember watching him wall jump. No, he's never done that. <laughs> right? Like, I, I, like, I'm a little surprised that they wouldn't not put the wall jump in and instead give you the ability to, like, use your cape and float down. Well, that or use, like, if you needed to move up, like... Use the, the the grappling the grappling yeah, hook yeah, yeah. The grappling hook yeah like, yeah like I'm surprised that they gave him the wall again, but I will say again. the wall jumping is so satisfying when you stick this it goes, it feels this so goes good back to my original point this is this isn't a bat this isn't Batman yeah like it's Batman but it's not and it's okay because it's still a good game yeah it's it just not Batman yeah it's but just like weird. yeah this, this game is it to me it's a is it fair to say to compare it like if it's it's a shittier Mega Man. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, it's it's, it's a Mega Man game. It's it's a it's Mega Man, but they made him look like Batman. It, it, it's just different. See, I don't I don't one hundred percent agree with that because the Mega Man games, like you go and get all those different weapons, and the the order you collect your weapons completely changes the way that. It well, no, plays no, no. I'm just like saying gameplay. But... I'm just saying oh, okay. gameplay from scrolling to jumping to Shooting. to doing all that, yeah. like the electric electricity, all that. Like it's they literally pretty much took one of those games and said, "All right, let's just slap a logo on it." And again, I'm not saying this game is bad. It's a good, solid game. It just has nothing to do with Batman, right? Technically, but it's yeah. But but, I, but you're right though. It, it's a good game, and particularly like, dude, you can't look up a list of best NES games and not find Batman on it. And I don't mean like top right. tens, but once you get into like top fifty, top one hundreds, whatever, Batman is gonna be on all those lists. And you it's so f- that. what you summed it up perfectly. This game could have come out as Mister Hero. And it would have sold and be on those lists. Yeah. Like it just would be. It just, they just happened to throw Batman logo on it and say, this is a Batman game and that's fine. But yeah, no, you're right. The jumping is, it, it, it's, it's not atrocious, but it's atrocious. It's like, like if you gave me an extra, just a little it, bit of height. It's tough. Just a it's, little bit. It's like, it's funny. Cause it's, I was going to say it's tough, but fair, but I was like, it's tough, but almost fair. Because it's yes. like I say, the, the it's the it's the it's the uh, consistency of it that makes it okay. Those three weapons, yeah. I do wish that. Okay, so there's a couple of things that there's one thing I wish was in it more, and that was I wish you had the ability to pick up more weapons. But I understand that they're implying that Batman's like Batman wouldn't normally pick up weapons; he'd have them that he brought with him, like in his utility belt and stuff like that. So I'm like, I'm fair with that. I will say, I am I am ecstatic that they did not put a Batmobile level in this game. Because I hate I, I hate when I want to play an action platformer game and then you make me do stupid I, ship levels. I totally disagree with you. I, see, and I was going to say, and I know some people like that, but I've I played too many of these but, games but, where I don't wait, want that this stuff. Is, and the only argument I have for this is that, dude, 
like it's supposed to be Batman. You couldn't do a top top view Batmobile where you're shooting cars and like enemies, yeah. And then have a then have like who doesn't want to like? Do you remember? Like I saw, I remember. I remember going to see Batman in the movie theater, and the first time I saw the Batwing when he flew, I was. This is that originally seeing that movie in the theater is like the first time as a kid just remember like seeing things differently. You know what I mean? Like it just registered differently in the sense like this movie's so cool. In the set, like it was like Batman, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like the guys in the suits and you're like, this is a movie. You started like at that age, you started to realize what things like how movies, I, I don't know that just that genre of movies, how good it was but, and how good it could be. But my counter argument, I'm just saying you're missing, you're, you're missing certain aspects where I think throwing in a, a driving level, like an overhead top view where it's pretty much like Galaga, where you're just kind of moving back and forth, shooting cars and stuff. Just to give you a little bit of a break from the shitty jumping and like right. those well, levels, okay. but the, I think would have just been break it up a little bit. But that's, that's my that's counter my argument. argument: is that some games do that, and I'm like, why did you have to? And I'm just gonna use like one example that comes to my mind right away is Super Mario Land on the Game Boy. is a fucking awesome game, but there's two or three levels where you just have to like ride in a submarine and shoot, and it's like, and I understand that that makes more sense with Batman because he does have the Batmobile and all that. But I'm like, dude, I'm having, I just want to like, it's an action platformer. Let me action platform. Don't waste but what's your. What's wrong with that, though? I, that's just me. I would prefer to just, just like a, it's I'm a like, nice stay in your lane. And it's a different thing for your character to do. That's no. all I'm saying is I like I get the idea. Of it. I think I'm in the minority levels. Of it. I think I'm in the minority, yeah, but I, I prefer. I, I kind of think way. you are. It's like the Switch game. You didn't like the different levels where you weren't kind of you were doing different things. But you bring the Switch game. Or, or sorry, Mario, the Mario Odyssey. Oh, because you did you did do well, different things. In some that. games I do, but some games I don't. And it's like you you keep comparing it to Mega Man. Well, there's I can't remember. I want to say it was Mega Man Five. There's a couple of parts where you fucking I think you hop in a rush. That's his dog, and he's like okay. a he's like a submarine, and you basically it becomes an auto scrolling level where you're just shooting and jumping in this car yeah. where you can't move. And I was like, I don't want to do this. Like I want to be Batman. Like I want to fucking I want to punch bad guys and climb walls. So like. I, 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 maybe I'm in the, and obviously it didn't hurt the legacy of the game because most people consider this to be a good video game. And I agree, but I'm of right. the take of like, I don't want Batmobile levels. Dude, did you play Batman Arkham Knight? It was like the last Batman game that came out. It was fucking yeah. spectacular. But the I, Batmobile parts, like when you're the Batmobile, it's kind of fun when you have to do the Bat tank. It fucking sucks because it's like, I yeah, just want to play as Batman. I know. I, I, I agree with you in that sense, but I did, I did like the Batmobile parts. Yeah, I think it needed to be. I think they needed. They didn't put a lot of work into that. I think it needed to be cleaned up. Like if you could have did it more like GTA in the Batmobile, where you're driving to the next part, where you're kind of going through the sea, uh, the city a little bit better. Everything right. was really tight in that game. I think oh, I love that. I love I that get. game. Yeah, I love those games. I, and yeah. I love that game too. I think it's one of the best games ever. <laughs> but uh, no, I I personally think a little bit of a breakup in games is always nice. I and think I'll, it kind of. Because when you do get to that next level, you're kind of, you're like, okay, I'm well, back at this. Because yeah. when you're getting hit hard <laughs> with this game, it's it's a hard game. Yeah, but, again, but, but being, because it's so hard, I don't want to get like, I don't, maybe this is going to sound stupid. I, I, I do think there's going to be people that agree with me and people that disagree with this take. But because this game yeah. is so hard and the jumping is so weird, but also very consistent, 
I don't like, I spend the first two or three levels really getting kind of dialed in and getting like, all right, I'm fucking loose now. I'm, I'm you're kind I of an, you're, 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 you go the more technical nerd and, and, and this isn't a shot at you. You get the, you go the more technical side. You're, yeah, you're more about like, I, I've got this down. Now I'm ready. I want to keep going. Keep yeah, going. I don't want to get give cold. Me, don't give me anything else. Don't give me anything else. Yeah. And I get that and I respect that. So I, that's I would me. like to, I, you know I, what? I like maybe, it. maybe, maybe on one of your shows. Maybe get some feedback. I'd love to hear people's arguments on that. Well, anyone that disagrees with me is fucking banned. Well, that's no. I'm just kidding. I'm no. Honestly, like I agree with Brad. I'd be interested to know, like, because there are games where I like that. But when a game is this difficult, it's like Cuphead. I don't know if you've played Cuphead. It's a great current game, but it's really fucking difficult. And I love that game. But nine tenths of that game is just shooting it. You fight. It's just boss fights and it's shooting and it's fun. And then they throw in these odd levels where you're kind of platforming. And the platforming games or levels are are fine, I guess. But I'm like, dude, this game is so difficult. That it's like I'm I'm so focused on I'm in the zone I'm dialed into this really hard part where I'm doing the shooting. Don't fucking take me out of that immersion now and make me learn this other skill set for 15 minutes and then make me go back to the first one. Maybe that's not the best oh. example, but I'm of the mindset if I'm playing a really difficult video game, let me I want to just stick on that. Like don't make me forget and and I'm gonna burn a that's, life. You know when I come back. That's why it's into so it. difficult. That's why it's better. No, you're wrong. But well, anyway. that's because it's all about you. I know. Yeah, goddamn you. right it is. This isn't Remember the Game featuring Brad fucking War and you son of a... No, I'm just kidding. Well, I am um, featured, aren't I? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're Robin. You're my Robin today. Uh, <laughs> I didn't get that reaction. Um, okay, so we disagree on a Batmobile stage, but we both agree that the game is pretty dope, although it's too hard. Yeah. So for those of you that are listening, just in case you're wondering, I keep saying that there's one part I keep getting to. There's a boss... I think it's pretty late in the game where it's these two or three like big metal boxes and they're it's like a machine and they're on like these rope like these like they're on like a, they're on like a preset track and yeah. uh mother fucked if I can beat that boss and that's as far as I can get and I I got to go back You're to this very, I, I'm per, I'm pretty positive Adam that's right before Joker. Yeah, I think it is. And I really want to beat very this close. fucking game. So at some point I'm going to beat this fucking game. It's and it's 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 a uh, what were you gonna say? I was just gonna say I, I again I don't remember boxes in the movie, but oh. that's fine. You don't remember when he fought the boxes? Yeah, no, that's, right. that's right. Yeah, um, right. Having said that, though, it's 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 a really difficult game, but it's really fun. There's a reason that it's on all these best lists of on the NES, dude. There's so many. We I feel like we talk about this every time the NES comes up. There are so many bad licensed ip games on the nes but the good yes. ones are phenomenal and this is one of the good ones as is another game that you and i are going to talk about in a minute on a different podcast but um i just yeah i i think a shout out to sunsoft for actually making a really good superhero game a game that has stood the test of time this game is not playable anywhere it is not on anything so if you want to play it either go buy an nes copy somewhere or rom that shit up and I don't feel bad telling you that because there's no way for us to buy it from Sunsoft. And quite frankly, I'm not. If you guys are gonna hack your Nintendos and you are out looking for games to add, uh, to the billionth degree, I recommend adding Batman to your NES because it is a really good fucking video game. As long as you're patient, um, be, fuck me, be patient. Um, yeah. What do we fucking? Adam, what do we score this? Adam, out of? patient blank. That doesn't work. Not at um, all. That's why I can't about, beat it because I'm not patient. Enough. How about? Uh, how about uh, Batarangs out of 
Yeah, but how many? Ten batarangs. Well, no, I don't want to do out of ten because I got uh, everyone yells at me for doing out of tens. You know what? Okay. The game the game came out in nineteen uh, ninety in North America. So out of ninety, we'll go ninety. I don't want to do nineteen. Okay. So out of ninety batarangs, how many batarangs do you give the original Batman, the video game, loosely based on the movie, starring the Joker that Batman apparently kills at the end, but doesn't have a Batmobile level? Well, before we get to that, I have to point out one thing. Yeah, sure. Um, that when he the Joker does appear, he shoots lightning from the sky, and then he also has the giant gun and he shoots at you. And it doesn't look like Jack Nicholson and it's it it's pretty brutal looking to, to be quite honest but again the gameplay you see when he's like when you're fighting him again i watched a playthrough the gameplay is still really really solid as a batman game i would give it if it was based on the movie I, okay uh, forget it. out of 90 i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it 65 i think it's a good solid nintendo game it's just the the, the batman stuff was kind of wonky to me but I, I, I'd give it a 65 out of 90. It's a good game. It's a good game. All right. Yeah, I'm probably going to, yeah, I'll go, yeah, I'm probably around that, uh, yeah, probably about yeah, seven. I was going to go 75 out of 90, but that's like an eight out of 10. I, yeah, yeah, okay. Because if it was out of 10, I would give it an eight. So I'll go with 75 out of 90. Because I, now for the record, I never once associated it with the movie, but I also have only ever seen that original movie once and it was like fucking 30 Jesus. years ago and Jesus. i haven't seen it since right because You've i spent all my once? time watching batman forever and batman and robin which are the vastly superior that's batman fair movie. that's fair um Bomb. <laughs> so i can't uh i can't i i don't want to compare it to the originals but having just like as just as a, as a someone that just likes video games and as you all know as someone that gets very angry when i get bad and can't beat video games this one makes me angry but i also really enjoy playing it i keep going back to it i think it's great you just got to master batman's jumping uh so once you figure out his jumping and i'll tell you guys as a fucking diehard ghostbusters fan i'm envious of all you <laughs> batman fans that you got this instead of what we fucking got yeah, so congratulations yeah, i agree sons I, of I agree on that also um to a fair point is that it's just I, I think to you, this game doesn't have the, like, even though you beat the impossible twice when it comes to punch out and uh, battle toads. Oh, I can't. I, have, oh, I have for the record, just in case anyone doesn't know, I haven't beat punch out. I can, I, I was stuck I, on soda pop well, forever and I can beat yeah, him, but you, I can't you, beat you, punch you, out. You know, but that's what I mean. It's like, you've beaten those certain parts. I think for you on this game, once you beat that, like once you beat that, uh, the the crazy boxes from the film uh, that you have to fight, you you'll you'll do it. I think you're gonna do it. I really do. Yeah, it's, I, it's I want just to. A, because this game is is still beatable. It's that's I guess the, the the best way to sum it up. This game's playable. Like it's good. Like it's just a really good game that's playable. It's hard, yeah. but if you put the work in, you you succeed. This is one that's of those games. It. This is like Ninja Turtles, which like if you haven't seen it, if you go to my YouTube channel. Uh, youtube.com slash remember the game i think it's remember yeah uh, i have a walkthrough where i can beat the original ninja turtles on the nes without dying oh, without wow. cheating out nothing i can beat it oh wow and that took a ton of practice but that's what i and those are my favorite <laughs> nes games and that's where this game falls into that equation if you're hey. same as contra i can beat the two contra games uh with it's a little good bit thing. Of, hey, you, hey it's a good thing you're not single because wow you being able to do that 
Oof. Oh, the ladies are supposed to be lying and I know it's brutal. Every time I bring it up on the podcast, Shaylee's like, stop it. No. But like the what I'm saying though is like with those classic NES games, my favorite NES games, I don't even give a shit how difficult you are, as long as you're as long as practice means you will be able to beat it. Because there are some games, I'm looking at you, fucking Silver Surfer, that it doesn't matter how much you practice, you'll never beat that fucking game. Whereas this game with enough practice, this game is beatable. I truly believe that. And I and I it's not cheap. Doesn't fuck you over. It just it's there's, like these yeah, are your tools. Learn how to use them and practice, and you'll be able to beat it. And I love this. It's almost like the Nintendo had three categories: really good, meh, and unplayable. And like in the sense of, not only was the idea bad, but it's impossible to beat. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just like there's no point in playing it because everything is like just shit. Yeah. No, this game's fucking killer, man. Uh, fuck yeah. Other than I never thought of comparing it to the movie. Now I gotta go watch that movie again. Um, buddy, thanks for doing this. That was fun. Fucking yeah, no Batman. worries, man. And uh, thank thanks. you for having me as always. You're a great Robin. Uh, yeah, you got it. That's going to do it for this week's episode. Brad, thank you so much for giving me a call and talking Batman. And to every single one of you hot dogs out there listening right now, thank you so much for giving our show a chance. I really appreciate it, whether this was your 154th episode or your first episode. Uh, thanks for hanging around. You know what? I never ask for these, but if you if you didn't hate this, please just throw us a quick five-star review. I have no idea what they do, but more and more people are finding the show. I have to imagine reviews at least kind of help with our positioning in the algorithm. So just... If you're listening on a platform that offers reviews, just a quick five-star show doesn't suck. That that's, takes like three seconds. I'd really appreciate that. Um, or if you really want to support us, consider, consider signing up over on Patreon. And I know I feel the same way when shows plug Patreon. I'm like, ah, I probably would like to do that, but I just can't be bothered. And Patreon's website does suck. But once it's done, it's done. It's only two bucks a month. You get fucking dozens and dozens and dozens of podcasts instantly available on the service of your choice. You can download them onto your phone and stuff like that. Plus, you get Game Patch every Friday. You get Expansion Pass every Sunday. You can write into the show. You get access to our Discord. You get DM with me. Lots of fun stuff. And you support a little independent content creator. And really, at the end of the day, is that not what we all want to do? Is just support a little independent content creator? So patreon.com slash rememberthegame. If you're interested, that's, uh, that's it. I got nothing else to plug, I don't think. Uh, no, I'm going to go. Good stuff. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. I'll be back next week with episode 155. I'll be back on Thursday with the Rambling Idiot for some of our patrons. I'll be back on Friday with Game Patch for all of our patrons. I'll be back on Sunday with Expansion Pass for all of our patrons. And then again, episode 155 is coming next week, which is another one of our revisited episodes where we talk about a game we talked about in the first few episodes of Remember the Game back we didn't know what we were doing. And this one may or may not involve... 16-bit sprite characters driving go-karts around throwing banana peels at each other. And I don't want to get any, I don't want to give it away. So that's all I'm going to say. Thanks for listening, everybody. I really appreciate it. And I'll talk to you again soon. Cheers. Remember the Game is brought to you by our Patreons. I could not produce all the content I'm churning out these days without all of your support. So I would like to take a quick moment to thank everyone 
that has supported us at patreon.com slash remember the game. And a couple of quick footnotes. I record this at the beginning of the month. So if you sign up during the month of June, thank you very much. You'll get into July's month end shout outs because we're over 300 people and I just can't fucking record this every week because it's it's a mile long. So 306 names and I'm probably going to fuck a bunch of them up and I'm reading them in a random order. So I don't know where you'll be in here, but a huge thank you to... <gasps> Danny Proudfoot, Lukey Mole, Joshua J. Hazelman, Swanee, Dan Taylor, The Gray Bearded One, Borrow, Tunable Power, Eden Awaits 1981, Burger Rock, Benjamin Johnson, Jared Boschlian, Boschlian, Kyle Dodd, PP Poo Poo, Cuckoo Pants, Kaiser Dragon, Ryan Groinus, Rob Strothman, Astro Alpica, Daniel, The Shawnern Honor, Trapper Keeper 1000, Leon Nabskog, Master Boyg, Darth Obvious, Paul Holder, Nerdy Retro Gamer 86, Daniel Stildum, Lee Evans, Kenneth Michael Brown, Emily Luna, Jerry Robinson, Franklin Jeers, Tristan, Game Nomad Messi, David Moore, Broken Spoilers, Matthew Day, Plucky B, Super Dave, Owen the Game, Fur Chuck, Brynamite, Joe Kirby, Dale Baker, Dale Baker again, Ian Watts, Jeff Bergeron, Paul, Ronnie Sachs, Hammond Agger, Josh Valentini, Chance McCoy, Sean Radford, Karth from KOTOR, Scott Roseberry, Shannon Willis, Astral Soul, Big G, Classic Crusade, Chris Dory, Russell Aldridge, El Sock, Adam Fair, Tom Maya, Oprah's Iron Fist, The Old Man of Gaming, A Sharp J, Lee Sparks, Zonko504, Scarlet, Kyle Bolton, Chris Freeman, Tom Calvert, Seth Mayfield, Jose E. Marco, Titan420, S2Von5000, Bones02, Guest House Productions, K-Cuz, Candido, Born to Do It, Daniel McKee, Dan Wagner, Elijah232, Joseph Gonzalez, Tim Chambo, Captain Cool, Explode Processing, Nathaniel Shelley, Swedish Fish, Omega88, Tense Sparkster, John DeShazo, Squints, Gary Heather, Corey Street, David Phillips, I Worked at Subway, Raul Aguiar, Joel LeBlanc, Johnny CCDC, Wolf Magic 2K1, Paul Zoe, Fob, Kerry Waka Waka, Ryan McCown, Trevor Seven Oaks, Mike Burks, Nathan Freak, Too Loud for the Crowd, Pizza Power, Matt McLean, Doogie, Logan Hale, Logan Hale, J McC, <laughs> fuck, J Mix MC, Cody Poland, Murat Pepper, Spencer C. Weiss, Code, Chris Coplin, Electronic Emotions Program, K Jam, Lord Finish, Aaron Baker, Dane, Goth C, Good A, Mega Man 2 OG, McJr, Jafar, Rogue Agent, Kinslayer, Thor the Hammered, Stefan Fukasawa, Joshua Davis, John Byrne 86, Andy Hudson, Retro Bismol, Sam Wright, Seriously Rob P, Derpimus Prime, Mr. Me Seek, So 406, Ninja Lunchbox 79, Wolfgang Darren, Boognish, Brendan Hine, Troik, Zuniak, Brian Robbins, Ferdy Martinez, JP Retromania, AJ Freeman, AJ Jones, Kevin, the Anti-Spatial Podcast, a novel console, MFELF, Zoo Troy, the Honest Pokemon Trainer, Sean Clifford, Pi Messiah, Jesse Clark, Kelly, Rodrigo Tomazi, Derek Jane, Mercury869, Mad Shibs, Potato Bob Guy, that one kid Nick, Dana Wucherall, Amy Gillen, James Anderson, MPG and Buffalo, Pat Duddy, 8-Bit Boovy. Poops Loomis, Raging Demon, Mr. Satan, Tommy, Tony Sherichetti, Silver Grunion, Peebs, Wolverine Films, David Schnatterer, Martin Greenwood, Dominic S. Thompson, Tim L., Adam Beasley, G9PSX, PB McFadden, Jared the Giraffe, Tim Real, Starl Probin, Jay Clutch, Very Cool Dude, Vincent L., X Water, Retro Ghosty Ghost, Ryan Bray, Bayshore, Christopher Russell, Mike Maloney, Defunct, Tommy Reynolds, Ryan Kinchin, Arpad Boros, Jerbear, S2S, Adam J, Zane Donovan, John Quack, Ryan Yeager, Morgan, Geek Life Radio, David Ray, 
Danny Vega, Tom Kite, Brian Medeiros, Andre SJA Flash, A-Town, Mark Jones, Nathan Tromblay, Chris Knife 007, White Burrow, Miles from BringBackRetro.com, Brian Ransom, Mr. Nick, Michael Hag, The T-Word, Miklos Blackshaw, Aaron Lawson, Stitch, Dario Omen, Adam O'Sharello, Jeff Johnson from Game on GNT, Craig Rutt, Leon K, Scott Brooks, Yamchow, Wyman Brooks, Chuck Schlarp, Chris Campbell, Brandon O'Brien, Mackenzie Wheeler, No One Cares, David Thompson, Dan T, Aaron Cuphall, Adam Anderson, Ben Boucher, Matt Brown, Lil Buddy Fufu 89, Mark 209, Kyle Paul, Vlad Steed, Nick Sills, April Zane, Alex Martinez, Brian McKay, Fraser Burns, The Good Enough Gamer, Jason Cortez, Kevin Hufford, Do How, Dylan, Jordan, Desert Tortoise, Joe Mack, They Call Me Badger, Kate Roberts, Luca Rescognito, Divulk, Gary C, Andrew Wright, Rick Sheldon, Scott V, Charlie Medeiros, Ch- Josh Morgan, Chris Fleury, Doug Dorn, Evan Refuse, Slick Rick, Ben Bulia, Ashley Cronin, Bitter, Nathan Warzica, Joe Gillespie, DNA Gaming, Dave McGee, Sean Razine, King Bahamut, Robert Lippa, James Clark, Chris Sumner, Keegs and his stupid arrow handle, Jeffrey Mathis, Joshua Shenfield, Fake McHugh, Michael Mathis, Tyler Freezer Burnt, Stupid Monkey, Andre Sharonic, Ben Drinking, Joe Buck, Todd, Makeshift Money, and Dave. Holy ass. Five minutes? Eh, fuck me. <sighs> it's best problem in the world to have. Thank you all so much for the support. Consider it a badge of honor if I fucked up your name, which is probably about two-thirds of you. Uh, much appreciated. Talk to you soon. Cheers.